in the UK, for instance, historically, it's been found that properties double in price every 10 years. So imagine you've bought a property today and it's worth £100,000. In 10 years time, it could be worth £200,000. And what that means is that you can now sell that property and make so much money off of all the new value that which is called equity on top of that property. Hey, welcome to another episode of FIRE Podcast, where we share stories and experiences of today's female property investors to inspire and empower tomorrow's investors. My name is Cynthia and I am your host. In today's episode, we will be discussing the difference between two very compelling property investment strategies, buy to let and rent to rent. So we'll be exploring the nuances of each strategy to help you get a better understanding, a clearer picture of the intricacies of both strategies and also help you understand, you know, which strategy would be best for you if property investment is something you're considering. So let's get into it. Buy to let. What is a buy to let? Just like the name says, buy to let. So you've literally purchased a property for the purpose of renting it out to tenants or for any of our rental purposes. So when it comes to buy to let, the goal is to generate rental income that covers your mortgage, your monthly mortgage, covers your expenses in terms of like maintenance and management of that um, property while also allowing you the opportunity to benefit from long-term capital gains or capital growth from that property. On the other hand, Rent to rent is a property investment strategy where you rent a property from the homeowner or an agent and you rent that property out again to generate cash flow. You rent the property from the homeowner, you rent it out to tenants. Your tenants pay you rent, which is higher than what you pay your homeowner, right? Or the agents. So every month you would pay rent to the agents or the homeowners off of the rent your tenants pay you and whatever money you've got left after that is your profit. Obviously, you have to factor in things like um, maintenance, management, um, repairs and other bills that go out every month. So first off, let's bring it back to basics. How do you even buy a property on buy-to-let? What is the difference between a buy-to-let mortgage and a regular residential mortgage? So a buy-to-let mortgage basically allows you to rent out that property. So compared to a residential mortgage where you bought that property for yourself and your family to live in. So let's say for instance, you've got a house that's £100,000 and you want to purchase that property for a buy-to-let. You need to put down at least 25% deposit on that house, which is £25,000. And obviously factoring things like stamp duty and all these other things like your legal fees, conveyancing and all of that. You need to factor all of that in and that's how much you need to invest in a buy-to-let worth £100,000. So I think on average, if you're buying a buy-to-let of about 100k, you'll be looking to spending well over £30,000 when you consider all the other extra expenses that comes with buying a property, right? And another thing with buy-to-let is that you have to consider how long it takes. Like normally um, buy-to-let purchases can take anywhere from six weeks and above to complete. So you need to understand that you're not going to be getting immediate cash flow um, on that investment that you've made. It might take a while because even after you've completed that purchase, you might need time to renovate the property, bring it up to standard, add some love, add some value to it 
and be able to rent it out and start making some sort of rental income from it. Okay. On the other hand, rent to rent are pretty straightforward. They're pretty quick to set up. All you need to do is find a property that's already been purchased by, you know, someone. So someone else owns the property. You go out there, you you find the property, you come in with your negotiation skills. When it comes to rent to rent, you make more money if you're able to negotiate yourself a good deal, right? So you come in very aggressively with your ne negotiations, try and get yourself a good deal and try and lock down that deal for a long term, right? Like three, something like three to five years. And in terms of like rent to rent, you basically start to make money almost instantly as soon as you've got the property. Once you've got the property, um, if it's a property that needs work done, maybe, okay, you might spend some time doing the work. However, most in most cases, you might get a property that's already done and is ready for tenants to move in. So you can go from securing the property today to actually making money tomorrow or by the end of the month. So let's explore some of the pros and cons of each of these strategies, right? So let's start with buy to let. So when it comes to buy to let, one major pro for um, buy to let is the fact that you enjoy or benefit from long-term capital appreciation. So what is that? What does that even mean? What that simply means is that your property appreciates in value over a long period of time. In the UK, for instance, historically, it's been found that properties double in price every 10 years. So imagine you've bought a property today and it's worth £100,000. In 10 years time, it could be worth £200,000. And what that means is that you can now sell that property and make so much money off of all the new value that which is called equity on top of that property. So what that means is that in 10 years time, your property could potentially increase in value to up to £100,000 extra, making it £200,000. That means that you've now got that extra money to go away with and do whatever you want to do. Another pro when it comes to buy to let is the fact that you've got control over the management or and maintenance of that property. This can actually be a pro and a con for some people. However, having control over the management of the property means that you can do whatever you want to do with that property. You can decide to add, you know, an extension. You can decide to entirely reconfigure the house, whatever really that rocks your boots. You can choose to do that because at the end of the day, it's your property and you have the right to do whatever you want to do with it. Instead of waiting for like 10 years time for your property to double it in value, you can do some work, add value now and increase the value of your property slightly and make it more attractive for tenants to want to stay in your place. When it comes to buy to let, there are quite a few cons, right? One of the most important ones being the fact that you're going to in many cases need a lot of money to get started so like i just said on average if you were buying like a a 100k house which there are 100k houses in the uk that you can buy that's not the average house price the average house price in the uk is over 250,000 pounds and um so if you were even trying to buy a house around the average price you're looking at hundreds of thousands to invest to be able to secure just one buy to let property so for instance, like the 100K house that we talked about, if you wanted to buy that house, you're looking at spending over at least £30,000. Not a lot of people have £30,000 sitting in their, in their bank accounts to invest in a property. So sometimes it might take you a long, long time. You might be saving for years, years, decades even before you can make that amount of money to invest in just one property 
that will make you a few hundred or thousand pounds extra every month. Another con to consider when it comes to buy to let is that it can be affected by market vulnerability. And what that means is the property market can be influenced by several things like the pandemic, like we saw in 2020. Um, it can be affected by economic fluctuations, inflation. It can be affected by um, quite a few things. So you need to consider the fact that you might you know, spend your entire savings on buying this house and be hit with you know, an unknown you know, economic circumstance that will either drive down the value of your property or even in some cases increase the, the value but it is definitely prone to you know that fluctuation in the property market so sometimes you know it could be a positive fluctuation or it could be a negative fluctuation but it still is prone to that risk and that's something to bear in mind so like several economic um, fluctuations or even downturns could affect you know the rentability of a property so you might end up with a property that you know you spend thousands on purchasing and it's not renting or it can even drive down the value of that property. So another con when it comes to buy to let is management responsibilities. As the homeowner, you are responsible for the management and maintenance of the house, right? And this is why I said LA could be a pro and a con, you know, to have, you know, that sort of responsibility. So as a homeowner, you need to deal with things like, you know, property maintenance, making sure that your property is legally compliant in every single aspect, making sure that your property is always in a habitable state for your tenants, dealing with tenants and tenants complaints and tenants issues, and ensuring that your property is legally compliant with, you know, local rules and regulations. And this on its own can be quite time consuming. It's the thing that, you know, most homeowners hate the most about buy to let because of all of these responsibilities that they have sometimes you might find that it's easier for you to just rent it out to like a property management company or like an agent to take on those responsibilities the final downside about buy to let is that it is heavily affected by interest rates like we've seen in the past year in the whole property market significant rises in interest rates can affect your mortgage repayment. So you can even be paying back almost double of what you started off paying due to an increase in interest rate. So that's that's a very big risk when it comes to like buy to let and that's something that you have to bear in mind. And this rise in interest rates as well can also affect the profitability of, of your properties. Like in, in most cases, you find that, you know, especially in the last year, you find that a lot of homeowners were struggling to even rent out their properties because their interest rates are so high, much higher than the average rental price in the area. And you can't necessarily double your rent just because your interest rate has gone up. So now people are left with properties that, you know, are costing them a lot to repay, but not no, no one to rent the house because, you know, they've had to increase their rental prices and people can't afford it in the area because it doesn't match with the average rental price in the area. So these are some of the things that you need to consider when you're choosing a buy-to-let property investment strategy. Also, you can do a buy-to-let and they're like smarter ways or more savvy investment strategies that you can use on your buy-to-let. So for instance, if cash flow is something that you're very, very like, you know, driven about, like you really need cash flow right now, you don't want to wait 10 years time for capital appreciation then you might want to choose other strategies like rent to rent or even renting it out to like social housing or using it as HMO or serviced accommodation or like just other higher cash flowing rental strategies than just a single 
or a traditional rental where you rent it to a family. Now let's explore the, some of the pros and cons of rent to rent. One important benefit or pro of rent to rent is the fact that it allows you to start with just very, very little money, right? You don't need to save up 30,000 pounds. You don't need to save up hundred thousand pounds to be able to purchase one property you can start with very little money you can actually set your own budget and start with that it gives you room to start with very low upfront cost and another thing is that you start to make immediate cash flow right as soon as you've invested in your rent to rent and you've got your property you set it up it is basically instant you're bringing in money straight away and you can make so much money when it comes to rent to rent so especially when you use more savvy rental strategies like you know, HMO, social housing, supported living, or even serviced accommodation. Another benefit of rent to rent is that it is beginner friendly. Anybody can do it. Unlike with, with buy to let where, you know, you have to have a good credit history and a good credit score for you to be able to get a buy to let mortgage. You have to have X amount of money in your account. You have to have patience and time basically to go through the whole process of like weeks of putting an offering, accepting an offer, getting a mortgage, getting it underwritten and all of that stuff and doing all the necessary checks to purchase a property. Whereas with rent to rent you can literally have zero information about property investments. You can have not enough money. You can have not great credit and you still be able to get started when it comes to rent to rent. So anybody and everybody can do it as long as you're ready to put in the work and you just believe that you can. Now let's talk about some cons of rent to rent. The one major con that a lot of people tend to not like about rent to rent is the fact that you don't benefit from the capital appreciation from the property. Since you don't own the property, since you haven't purchased that property, you basically don't reap the benefits of the property increasing in value over the years, right? Which is fine because at the end of the day, you haven't made the initial investment to buy that property. When it comes to rent to rent, it's all about cash flow for you really, not the capital appreciation. Also with rent to rent, you have very limited control over that property. So you can't just, you know, change things up. You can't just make it more attractive to your tenant. You can't just wake up and say, okay, I'm going to break this wall. I'm going to do this. I'm going to add this here to add value to the house because you don't own the property once more. And if you had any ideas or something that you wanted to do, you'd have to first seek permission from the homeowner, which can be sometimes long and, you know, not everyone wants to go through all of that. Another con of rent to rent is that it's not immune to market sensitivity okay it can also be affected by market fluctuations so there could be you know things that could cause a, a shift in rental demand and all of a sudden there's no longer demand in the area that you've got your rent to rent for the strategies that you're investing in if you wanted to convert a house from a single dwelling home to a hmo property and um, you would need to apply for a license some of the times all those extra costs you know can come into play and become a little bit of a, a headache for rent to rent investors. So it's important to understand that both strategies are really, really good property investment strategies. Buy to let on one hand, if you had a lot of money in your bank account, you know, you've got savings and instead of just leaving that money sitting in your bank account, you can invest that in a buy to let property, especially if you're not 
really bothered about cash flow. You don't really need the, the like a lot of cash flow right now. You're more interested or more focused on the capital appreciation and obviously sort of doubling your money after a long period of time. Then buy to let will be the perfect strategy for you to invest in. Just obviously bear in mind the fluctuations in interest rates and, you know, some of the other cons that we've discussed today. But before you even consider getting a buy-to-let property, make sure that you do your due diligence, make sure you do extensive market research in the area that you want to invest in. Make sure that the your end game, which is, you know, your, your rental strategy is something that actually has demand or works in the area where you want to purchase your house. For instance, if you want to buy a house, you know, to rent out to families and stuff, just make sure that the area is a, an area that's nice and safe and, you know, people love to live in that area like basically just do your research and make sure that the area is good enough for what you want to do with that property if you wanted to do something like hmo make sure that there is demand for hmo in that area and before you spend you know a lot of money on buying a house the same thing goes to rent to rent as well wherever you choose your rent to rent property yes you haven't spent tens of thousands buying a house however even if it's just one thousand pounds you've invested in securing that rent to rent property you don't want to just waste your money. So make sure you also do your due diligence. Make sure that you test for demand. Make sure that the area is, you know, good enough. Like it has all the benefits that, you know, your property would need to attract more tenants or more guests, whatever your strategy is. So essentially, just to conclude, when it comes to buy to let, it's a great strategy. Rent to rent is also a great strategy. Buy to let offers a different opportunity for different set of people like people who already have a lot of money they're able to make investments buy properties and they're more interested in long-term capital gains whereas rent to rent gives other people who are you know like at an entry level when it comes to property investment maybe they don't have a lot of money they don't have the the financial backing or the you know like credit history or credit score to be able to secure a good mortgage then you can start off with rent to rent and you can work your way up. You can build your cash flow from that rent to rent business and use that to save up to then eventually buy your buy to let property. A lot of people say, oh, I would rather own the property. The question you really need to ask yourself is, do I have 30K in, in my bank account right now to buy a property? How long is it going to take me to save up £30,000 or £40,000 or however much money you need to buy a property? How long is it going to take you? Is it worth you investing in a rent-to-rent, something where you need less than £5,000 to start and you can start building your cash flow and eventually even shorten the time that you need to save up to buy a buy-to-let? Of course, the goal is always to own your own properties, Right. But not everybody is in the position to do that. So I hope you guys have sort of understood what's, you know, the difference between rent to rent and buy to let. And you can make a more informed decision on which strategy is best for you. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you all for tuning in today. I'll see you all in my next one.